0: America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of
1: your
2: day. Television telling lies I know for sure the revolution won't be televised I know that we've been waiting patiently for better times we fell asleep and men are blind can't recognize this genocide feel like the bomb about to drop out of the clouds another virus going airborne go hide inside your house farmers watching crops die they drying up with droughts angry people forming crowds are trying to burn the cities down this is Armageddon martial law for our protection I talked to God but it's long distance and I lost reception forest fires and oil spills are the awful lessons I'm just waiting for the devil to take over heaven this is biblical I swear it's in the Bible. We keep killing one another and we dying for survival. We used to fight for peace, we put our flowers in their rifles. Now we're about to be extinct. Every man, woman, if and child. it's the end of the world, I will do better next time.
1: Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know it. If it's the end of the world, I know that I have lived my life to the fullest. Yeah, the fullest. We still do mountains, we've been to space before. We had our dogs in houses, we dug up dinosaurs. We built those bombs they're dropping, we fought in all their wars.
2: Now that the sky is falling, what did we do it for? Feels like the end is near our- Disappearing, uh, people playing God, college genetic engineering, uh, the media misleading us and evils interfering. While the government we need became the power that we're fearing. Our billionaires are going to space, don't blame them for leaving. Birds are falling out the air, fish washing up on our beaches. This is end times, humans got a deadline. Children are the future till we ruin them with headlines. Should be past their bedtime, but everyone's woke. They told us chase a dollar that made everyone broke. I feel like cryptocurrency is probably our last financial hope. Soon enough the government will leave your bank account froze. Judgment day is coming, you can run. You can stand and fight, panic in the dark, or lead rebellions by the candlelight. This ain't your granddaddy's planet Earth, it's black and white. The end is coming, I'll see y'all if in the
1: afterlife. It's the end of the world, I will do better next time. Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know it. If it's the end of the world, I know that I have lived my life to the fullest. Yeah, the fullest. On top of mountains, we've been to space before. We had our dogs and houses, we dug up dinosaurs. We built those bombs, they're dropping. We fought in all their wars. Now that the sky's fallen, what did we do? It it's the end of the world. As we know it, it's our fault
2: that it's over. While we look down. Should've known it
3: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of the uh, neo-feudalistic, fascist, communist, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Infiltration plot to take over the world This is where we uncover the narrative Uncover the agenda And help you get prepared for what is coming in, As well as fight back against This evil, corrupt, global Group of people Who are seeking to undermine the U.S. Constitution Take over your rights, your liberties, and your freedoms And enter you into a new phase Of slavery And uh, that's what we do well here We, uh, My lighting is all screwed up So just ignore it I'm still in transition in the new office area. So uh, uh, he, he, uh, Me he saw it. Yeah, Never
0: ending transition, man. If you
3: watched Earth Chronicles earlier, the light was like, <laughs> I was like, <sighs> oh, no, <laughs> like had like my beard was much whiter just because of the light. But um, listen, guys, tonight's show is Countdown to Chaos. And um, this is that calmness that we have before the dam erupts. And I want to kind of preface that because there's a lot of rumblings within a lot of the communities. If you haven't noticed, um, put a scarf over your lamp. Um, If you haven't noticed, there's a lot of interfighting as well between a lot of people in the Patriot community. And I call this the fight of the narratives. And the reason I call it the fight of the narratives is because, You have people who believe one thing, people who believe another thing, and then you have people who believe another thing. And those are tending to clash right now. Now, I'm not going to tell you who's truthful or not. That's your decision to make. We always it used to at least, and I'll say it now again, is that we always used to preface this show with never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you could prove it through your own research, through your own inquiry, through your own investigation, through your own volition. That is why we have a very loyal following base here on this show is because I lay it out. I put all of our references on recaps. And you guys can go out there and say, Josh, you were wrong. And I go, oh, shit. You know what? I, I was wrong. Let me, let me reorganize my ideas upon how I was wrong. Because we all know that we live in a very, very dynamic world. The future is emergent. It's an emergent property of all the culmination of events that are occurring right now. And that we can look at pattern analysis and predictive analysis and tend to, to gauge what might be coming, especially with how these people operate, knowing their playbook, and knowing that they they begin the perpetuation of a narrative many, many months or years before actual events begin to occur. And that's kind of my secret sauce is I, I look at those things and I remember them and I see the patterns. And I say, hey, this is what we're most likely going to see. And this is the time frame. Sometimes we are right. Sometimes we are wrong. But more recently, last three years or so, we've been pretty spot on. And I can say that we've been more spot on than the majority of them. And that's okay. I don't have any problems with any other podcasters. The only time that I have a problem with other people, other influencers, is when they let it go to their head or they blatantly lie to people. When they're, when they're so full of shit that they're blatantly lying. And I can tell you this right now that I, I know of some, and I'm not going to call them out, that they know that they're wrong. They know that the the set of ideas that they've put out there to a community that has built them up to who they are, are wrong. Yet they still persist. And I can, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but they still persist. Okay. And I tend not to to like those types of people, but that's okay. There's other people who create lies, who create bullshit. And whether some people that pick this up that have maybe some power or whatever, they believe this as well. They believe the bullshit and they begin to spread this. And people believe because this person was part of Trump's administration or, um, you know, on a planning meeting at the DOD, that this person must have some inside knowledge and they must be truthful and accurate. So therefore, what they say must be truthful. Well, that's how you know you're in the midst of a psyop. Just going to tell that you're right at that right now. That is how you know you are in the midst of a PSYOP. When the information coming from those types of people does not align with reality or truth. When you can logically look at the sequence of events that have occurred in the past and say, that doesn't make any sense. Now, are there good people doing good things? I think we can all agree. Sure. That there's Always. good people out there in high level places that are fighting back, that are doing good things. Is there this organization, the white hats or whatever, that are collaborating against the, the globalists, the elites, and the deep state? Um, I don't think that there's a singular combined entity that is doing that. I don't think that there's a group that like we're the white hats and we break the keyboards and we go out there and uh we're defeating evil every day, we're storming tunnels and no, sorry. That's just not that's just not logical at all. Because you would see more of it. Are are people being, you know, I saw the uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um Phil Gottluski. There's this video circulating mm-hmm. on TikTok and Twitter of him being disposed for something. I don't know if he hired someone to to do the deposition as basically another part of his PSYOP or if he you know, was brought in for something or another. I don't know, but he's talking about the tribunals and Hillary Clinton was was, uh, taken out in a tribunal and all these stuff. Guys, it's all bullshit. I'm telling you right now. And yes, truth is stranger than fiction. And we can say that, oh, maybe they were replaced by clones. You know what? If If that's the truth, I'll eat my words one day. But I will put money on the fact that that's not true. And yeah, I know Joe Biden looks a lot different, but you also know that he's had about 10 plastic surgeries in the last decade. Got to take that in the context. And so I, I use Oxum's razor when it comes to kind of logical cohesion and understanding things. You have to look at the most simplest of solutions as the most pertinent to the, the, the level of factuality. And so was Joe Biden replaced by a clone by the Trump administration in white hats and he's really working for the good guys or is Joe Biden just had one too many plastic surgeries and now he's got a loopy ear because he's older and his skin droops, right? Like, like I don't know if you saw this yesterday. You remember Fetterman came out and he was doing this thing like this and people are like, what happened to Fetterman's tattoos? Yeah. Well, if you slowed the video down to 21 seconds, guess what you see?
0: His tattoo?
3: His tattoos. Hmm. So there there is this level of hey, let's go forth. Let's research and investigate this ourselves instead of just falsely accepting what other people say, instead of just accepting what other, you know, General Flynn comes out and says something. Am I going to believe it? No, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to look at this myself. I'm going to go out there and talk to my contacts, my sources. I'm going to try to validate this. information. Wano Savin comes out there and says, Hey, look, they're, you know, they, they, they downloaded the information at NORAD and Joe Biden's never been there. And, and none of the, 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 the deep state have been there. Well, that's not true. Like jtac was just there. I should have said that. But but I have friends that were just there. And they're like that's bullshit. People I trust. Right? Like so when you start seeing this information, and nothing against Juan, I think Juan's got a great heart. Maybe he just got some bad information. But when you start seeing this information, don't take what I have to say. If I'm saying that Joe Biden's not a clone, And the tribunals never happened. Prove me wrong. That's what I like. Go out there and be like, hey, hold on a second. Look at this, 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 and this, and this. But what I do, you give me an image or a video, I go to some cool little tricks and I look and see if they've been Photoshopped or edited. I go see if these are the originals. I go to the original source. I try to find the original source of the videos. I compare the two. Because this is an information war. This is psychological warfare. You can't trust what you see in here. You have to use a higher cognitive function in this day and age. And so right now there's this battle going on between Flynn and, uh, in the matrix and the authority, this fucking dude authority. I don't even care if he's right or not. The dude, these, these people are, some of these people are being pretty arrogant. Okay. And, uh, um, I've studied Q for a very, very long time. And I think I got a very, very good gauge of who and what all that is. And I've gone through the theories many times. And I would say that I'm probably got the most prevailing theory of what that actually is. But some of these people, they just make up garbage to keep an audience. And I can't stand it. And you got to wonder if they work for intelligence agencies or whatnot. And that's the thing that you have to weed out is that who is who, who can you trust and you know who you trust is you trust the ones that give you correct information and future proves the past. That is your best gauge. Future proves the past. If if we're sitting here discussing certain things, me and Vince, three months later, those things begin to happen. And I'm sitting there going, told you so, which I've done a lot of times, right? Then you say, okay, Josh, you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to go find that or I'm going to, you're all right. Okay. But some people, they say, oh, I said that. Oh, I said that. It doesn't really happen. And so I need people that just use a level of hypercritical analysis. I need people to just not accept things simply because someone told them. Even if it's me telling you it, don't believe me. Go out there and research it yourself. And when you research it, don't just go skim things. You, when, when you do research, you want to find original source literature. You want to find original articles. I mean, if you're talking about something from 2013, you going be going back to 2013. If you're talking about video images, if you're talking about something from a video or, or a photograph, you want to find that original source of who uploaded that video. Where did that come from? You don't want to go to some YouTube video where they're showing pictures of pictures. That's what flat earthers do. That's that's not how we do things, Okay. So this is what I'm saying because there's a lot – the reason I'm saying this, by the way, and I should probably start it with this, you're going to see a lot of division in the next three to six months within the patriot community, okay? A lot of divergence because of what is being created right now with some of these influencers who, by the way, are – a lot of them are in it for the money, and I'm not going to lie on that. I'm not going to say they're not patriotic, but they're definitely – strewing people that way okay um a lot of these people are trying to control the narrative they control the narrative and this is no different from what the left does and i'm gonna i'm gonna show you why they control the narrative vince if you had a 10 million dollar a year business okay yeah and this 10 million dollar a year business was dependent upon selling things that had to do with fear. Okay. Would you propagate fear, create fake stories or lie yeah, about I information?
0: Mean, there's incentive. Incentives? Yeah. There's incentive. There's to incentive. Do
3: that. You got employees to pay. You got, okay? I wouldn't, but yeah, I, I absolutely would not. I, 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 I shop at my pillow. I, I use Dr. Kirk Elliott. Right. Like, wouldn't send you out to anybody I don't use. I use my Patriot Supply. And that's really all we have. And they really haven't changed in years. And if people have problems with them and people come back and be like, hey, these people ripped me off, guess what? That's what we did with Noble Gold. We got rid of them in a heartbeat, right? Because they treated customers differently than they treated me. But, you know, we make sure that people are prepared. Be prepared. And if you need that financial content, if you want to say, hey, I got, you know, $100,000, how much should I invest i'm not going to say all of it hell no you want to diversify your assets you want a little bit of this a little bit of that and that's a lot of what we talk about on these shows right but there's people out there that create stories or misconstrue stories to make it look like something that's not and they collaborate with other platforms to do this and they do this to keep that money rolling in now, I think that's very disingenuous. I think that that's very dishonorable. And I would never do that. That's why after all this time, this is the size that we are at. We have no desire to be, you know, 500,000 subscribers or anything like that. You know, we're not here to grow. We had that opportunity, Vince. We didn't take it. We, we had that opportunity to bring tons of different podcasts onto this channel and blow this channel up and make it huge. And we said what? Let's keep it small. Let's keep it the way it is. Because you know what? The way it is now is we have a level of trust. We have a level of trust with with our audience. We have a level level of trust between each other. We know where everybody sits. We understand what's happening in the world. And there's no confusion coming across this platform that is straying people in a different way. Saying, hey, but someone on your platform said this. I think that that's disingenuous to the audience. So this is why we do this this way. And I'm not saying this because I'm uh, trying to get people to not listen to other people. Okay. I want you to go listen to other people. I want you to listen to what they say. I want to listen. I want you to listen to the false hope and promises they give. They call me the bearer of doom and gloom for a reason. And the reason is, is because I'm practical. Because I look at the world and I see a world where you and me can thrive together. But in order for that to happen, we have to have action within our mind. We have to be proactive within our communities, within our households, within our government, in our politics. That we have to have a level of non-trust towards politicians. And I don't care if they're left or right. We can't blindly follow anybody and everything. We need to have that level. A hypercritical analysis. I'll say that again. Hypercritical analysis in our mind when it comes to information, because we are in an information war. And the reason I'm giving you this warning is because like I said, over the next six months, you're going to see a divergence. There's going to be massive information and psychological warfare attacks on the Patriot and the MAGA and the truth and the great awakening communities. And the reason is, is because it is, is the fact that we are united that scares the living daylights out of them. And don't think for a minute that they haven't already infiltrated this movement because they have. And so you're going to start seeing the divergence of this movement. To try to destroy this movement from the inside. That is their next stage. That is happening right now as we speak. You can go out there and look at it. And if you ask me about Flynn or you ask me about Jeff Peterson with the MG Show, who side him am on? Neither. I like Flynn. I like Jeff. Jeff does good research, a little arrogant sometimes. Flynn, he's never wronged me. He's never said anything that I thought was harmful. And through his actions, I've never seen him do anything that was harmful. And there's also other parts to the Flynn story that I look at that account for a lot of the things that people are pointing out. And I'm not going to talk about them right now. But there's things that I look at. I know I need a lampshade. I can move that real quick. One second, Vince. Take it up. Take take the con, Vince.
0: Well, <clears throat> that's an interesting prediction that Josh put forth that we'll see this over the next year.
3: Good job, Two Vince. Months. Good job. I didn't fast. do shit for the light. It's still it's still there. Hold on.
0: I will you know, you may be right on that. It does seem to be going that way. And mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm not, I'm uh, doing a pretty good job of, for the most part, ignoring all that um, noise. I consider it. it noise. And I've watched a lot of podcasts and uh, I don't like them. Uh, I listen to Jim Price once in a while. I like to hear him. Um, but, you know, I really don't listen to others anymore. Um I think we're doing a good job of keeping each other informed just on the red project. I have really no need to do much. If I'm driving in my car, I might put on fake news and listen for a second on the radio, but it's never anything great.
3: Well, you know, Vince, yeah, I don't get invited on very many podcasts anymore.
0: You can come on coffee anytime.
3: Oh, that's the sweet of you. But you know why I don't get invited on very many podcasts anymore. Why? Because I say stuff that's counter to the narrative that those people are spreading. And they don't want someone coming on their podcast that takes away their viewers or takes away their, their clout or whatever it might be. And that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. But at the end of the day, someone told me a, a few years back, and I think it might have been you, Vince. You were Jason. And they said, at the end of it all, people will remember the... People will, will remember and support those people that told them the truth. That didn't lie to them. And I've lived by that. This whole time doing the show. That, yeah, we grow slow and that's fine. You want to know why? Because the truth is a hard pill to swallow. How many people did we have in December of 2020 when we came out and said, Trump's not going to come, not, Trump's not going to be oh. back?
0: How that many just, people left?
3: How many people left? But then how many people came back years later said, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You were, you were right. And I think it's just an important conversation because we're coming into a point of massive chaos. Information and psychological warfare campaigns are going to pick up. Today, David Whitehead and myself on Earth Chronicles, we talked about false flags. Really, we talked about the psychological nature of false flags. It just shows turned into a massive psycho- uh, psychology show. Nice. about the psychology of how things operate on different levels. Um, mm. And one thing that we came out to determine is that there is most likely something that's going to happen relatively soon, globally. Now, oh yeah, I kind of discussed this a little bit. Now, I, I, I mentioned this last night, but I'm going to mention this now. And this isn't really my forte. Uh, this is more of Nate, the barber's forte. But I want you guys to see this because we we talked to Laura Lee quite a few times in the sense of the astrological significance of certain events, right? Yeah. And it, it's important because God says in the Bible that the stars are the signs in the heavens, that we must recognize the signs. And I think that this one is pretty interesting. I'm only going to play a little bit of it, it's six minutes long, but I'm going to play a little bit of it. And I want you to listen to what this guy says, and he's really excited. So bear with him here.
4: And I'm getting goosebumps right now. (laughs) This is the greatest cosmic accident and coincidence in all time, which would be mathematically impossible as a statistic. It would be the statistics of this happening at this time would be, pun intended, astronomically impossible. All right? There is, and if you'll look on Stellarium, there is a comet that is about right here. And the name of that comet is. Are you ready for this? Child. That is the name of the comet. I can't make this stuff up. There is a comet named Child, or an asteroid. I'm calling it a comet, it's actually an asteroid. And this asteroid Child, it used to be like just up here. And it very seldom moved throughout all history. You can go back thousands of years, and it didn't do much. Then all of a sudden, it starts moving. And all of a sudden, this is the only time in history when it moves. It goes over here, and it goes into the womb of Virgo. And that's around September, oh, I want to say somewhere between the 17th to the 19th of 2023. Now you look at Revelation chapter 12, and you look at this sign, and you go, whoa, it just got better. <laughs> it just got more amazing. It, what? How is there this thing called child? And, and who named it? Something like, 1920 or something, some woman saw this asteroid and she goes, Well, I don't know what to name it. I guess I'll name it child. What what are the odds of that happening? And then it just happens to come in here and go right into there and look just like the Revelation 12 sign? That's an accident, right? There's no coincidence, there's no God, people say. And yet you look at it and it's like there's a red flashing neon sign in the heavens saying, I am God, look at me. I don't understand how people can deny God in the Bible. So it it says there appeared a great wonder in heaven. Now these stars aren't there anymore, but there are other ones up there that make twelve. And then you have child. Now there are these other asteroids that are all coming around here too, that are all in this area. And they all have different names. There's one down here called Yahushua, Jesus. So. You're looking at the stars, and you're going, wow, there's a child coming out. And there's a a thing there called Yahushua, which sounds like Jesus. There's another one called United Nations. That's the name of the asteroid. There's one called Ukraine. And you're looking at this, and you're like, wow, what's happened in the news? They're talking a lot about Ukraine. There's one called Israel. Uh, There's one called Laban. Laban, I know that story in the Bible. Seven years. Well, that has something to do with seven years. There's one called Elijah. Well, there's the two witnesses that show up in the tribulation, Moses and Elijah. But there's one up here named Heber, or Hebi. That reminds me of Hebrew. That sounds pretty close.
3: All right. I wanted to share that with you. Because the correlation of the the astrological significance of that. And all I'm looking at is Virgo and child in the womb of Virgo. And then you have Yeheshua that's coming out. It's kind of interesting. And then the other asteroids, UN, and all this stuff. I haven't, I haven't confirmed this on Stellarium. I take the guy's word for it because he's pretty damn excited. I urge you guys to go out there and check it out. But we do also know that Eris comes in on September 23rd on the autumn equinox into Aries. Now, if you know mythology, Eris entering into Aries happens every 19 years. And the specific cycle when it happens on an equinox is even greater. Now, the interesting thing about that is that traditionally, when that does happen, there's war. War is breaking out in and around that time. The mythology behind Ares and Eris is that they started the Trojan Wars. And Laura Lee has gone over this massively. So when we start looking at the significance, September 2023, 17th to the 24th, we have an asteroid by the name of Child moving into the womb of Virgo at the same time, Ares, Chaos, Discord is moving into Aries. These are significant astrological events that are signs in the heavens that represent the various energies that are actually being drawn onto this planet. I look at it as this is that is if everything is a subtle energy. And what does that mean? Vince, have you ever seen like a speedboat move through the ocean? Yeah, of course. Okay. So the speedboat moves through the ocean. It produces these ripples, right? Now, a thousand miles away, do you feel those ripples? No. No. But subtly, you do. Subtly, that movement, that movement of that ocean is a reaction to the culmination of all... If you're in a position in the ocean, that ocean's movement is a culmination of all of the water movements that are occurring in that ocean at that time. Might be a delayed response, but the waves that you feel, the movement that you feel, this is all being influenced by one way, shape, form, or another. Okay, so in actuality, you have a subtle influence that comes about from that. And so, if you think about the space surrounding Earth as water, and you think about the movement of the planets and the asteroids and everything like that, is subtle movements within that water, right? Is if there, if those waves that the speedboat moved were unappended, as in nothing interfered with them, there's no other waves interfering with them, they would hit Earth, subtly, but they would hit Earth. And that's kind of how space operates, is that these planets move through this kind of superfluid liquid we call space. And it makes these subtle energy waves. But when they hit our planet, they get amplified. And when they get amplified, they get absorbed into various points on this planet. We call them ley lines, okay? But we, human beings, are conduits, which means that we're incredibly receptive to this energy. And having a, the earth amplifies it and we have a receptibility to it. So when we have a receptibility to it, when those, when those movements, those subtle energies occur over certain fashions... Our ancestors have mapped that out, the energy map, if you want to look at it, the subtle energy map, to when certain configurations happen in the sky, this is the expression that it brings about in these types of people, or this is the expression it brings about in these types of people, or this is the expression it brings about in these types of people. We call those archetypes, and the types of people are determined by that imprint of the subtle energy field of when you were born, known as your zodiac sign. And so think about your zodiac sign as your position in the ocean. And the boats going around you are how they're going to affect you. Are you going to swim freely? Are you going to swim on your back and be taken by the the ocean wave? Or are you going to be dropped underwater? That's how they express. And so that's what we're looking at when we look at this type of stuff. And so we're coming into a very, very dynamic and interesting period astrologically. And that happens specifically Starting around September 17th and four days from now to September 23rd, September 24th, and into October. Now, to add insult to injury,
0: Hmm.
3: okay, David and I talked about ritualistic cults and how they tend to form rituals at certain times, right? And 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 what you have to really understand is this is all about energy. This is all about life force energy, is that if you understand that you have a soul and your soul is this this thing within you and that your soul basically needs soul food, soul food is the kind of like bioplasmas and bodily energies, the chi, the prana, whatever you want to call it. These people, through ritual can steal that from you. When you're in a state of fear, you are leaking like a sieve that stuff off. And they can absorb it through ritual. This is black magic. This is how they operate. One of the most significant astrological events that occurs on this planet that typically is aligned with massive ritualistic events is a solar eclipse. And it just so happens that on October 14th, 2023, an annual solar eclipse will cross North Central and South America. It'll be visible in parts of the United States, Mexico, and many countries in South and Central America. The U.S. Uh, in the U.S. the annual solar eclipse will begin in Oregon on nine thirteen a.m. Uh, and end in Texas at 12.03 p.m.
0: Dang! Right during coffee.
3: But now I was listening to the monthly
0: time for Eastern time. I'll, I'll figure it out.
3: Yeah, I was listening to Central, Central Pacific, 9.13 a.m. Pacific, and then 12.03 Central. I was right, listening right. to Mark works today, and he was talking about how there's a massive amount of nuclear weapons being moved around the country. Yeah. Not only our country, but also Russia, Iran, North Korea, Israel. Everybody is moving nukes in the place. Yeah. Two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we discussed how these same countries are taking their gold out of reserves and moving it back to their home countries which I said is a prelude to war. We watch patterns. The last time that that happened was pre-World War II. The strategic positioning of nuclear weapons is similar to that. Now, I've also said that we're coming into what I would consider to be Red October. I know I say this every year, but this year more than so. We are coming into Red October. And the Q posts have been absolutely hot the last 18 months in the sense of future proves to pass. And I think that this year we will absolutely see the significance of what Red October means. And I think that we could go into some type of global scare event, whether it's an outbreak of a very, very deadly virus with 80% kill rate or a nuclear scare event. We'll talk a little bit about what Ukraine just did. Um, Or it could be a nuclear standoff. It could be a standoff of war. It could be an instigation of war. It could be a breakout of war. It could be a lot of different things that could potentially happen. Right now in Niger, I don't know if people knew this, France is amassing their military on the border in Nigeria to go in and take out the military junta in Niger.
0: That's Niger. We'll see it
3: all break out. (laughs) Yep. Niger has already arrested uh, French diplomats in response. And you got to remember, this is a proxy war between the West and the BRICS. So we have a lot of things that are happening dynamically in the world that any one of these could be that catalyst event that tips everything off. And it's during that point in time. Remember, remember, I used to say it's at that point of greatest vulnerability for them and us. That we must rise and unite together. So if they know that the world is coming to a point of vulnerability, they also want to weaken us. And how do you weaken us is through infiltration and division and through divergence. And that's why I'm saying the next six months, they are massively going to attack this movement. I could even see various private companies. Making new terms of services pertaining to the content and information that you post on social media to where they're going to hold you responsible for and they will ban you from it. Where we have a new round of censorship that comes about, not directed by the government, but directed by private organizations. Imagine if Apple decided to censor certain information that you posted through your phone because you don't own your phone. Imagine if your internet service provider, Comcast or whoever it might be, decided to say, hey, you're uploading information that we're deeming disinformation and uh, you're suspended. You can't use your internet. Or they're deleting it off of your social media profiles. They're private companies. They can do this. You don't like it, find someone else. But they're all doing the same thing. I think that we're going to see a world where that is going to come about and it's going to come about relatively fast. There's a few other points that we must make here. The risk of global recession over the next 12 to 18 months is close close to a coin flip, according to PIMCO. This comes on the bouts that today it was announced that July or U.S. inflation rises 3.7% in August from the 3.2% in July. Now, next week, what they're going to do is they're going to revise the July numbers, the 3.9%. To make the August numbers look like a lower level, that's smart of them to
0: do. They always fudge the numbers. I don't believe any of this stuff, but it's getting worse. Is the is the gist of it.
3: And I want to show someone else. I want to show everybody else this. Oil skyrocketed today. We get these inflation numbers where August inflation was higher. Okay. Yeah. What do you think the markets did? Uh. Naturally. Oil goes up, commodities go up, what inflation happened? goes up, the markets typically are going to come down. People want to get out. Bad investments.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: No, nope, markets went up. All rigged. It's all rigged. The Federal Reserve goes out there and buys the markets up with printed money that does not see the balance sheet. They've done hundreds of trillions of dollars over the last three years. God. It doesn't add into the circulation, but it does add into economic growth. It's a big freaking scam. And it, actually increases levels of inflation representative tom emmer introduces a bill to ban the federal reserve from creating a central bank digital currency that's my congressman by the way Hmm. he's the minority whip in congress he is a rhino he is a rhino but he's very very pro crypto crypto sovereign yeah and so i i like some moves that he's making some other moves i don't D banked three separate coin shop owners. See bank accounts shut down for no reason all at the same time.
0: I think the reason is their coin shop. (laughs) That's interesting.
3: Ohio based coin shop owner took the social media this week to inform the world that his regional bank, where he has been a customer in good standing for many years, shut down all six of his businesses and personal bank accounts suddenly without notice for no reason. The coin shop owner who deals in silver and gold Says he received cert- certified letters from his bank stating that after a recent review, we've decided to end our relationship with you and close your accounts. As stated in your account agreement, we can choose to close your account at any time for any reason and without notice. And so these are gold and silver dealers, coin shops, that are getting shut down. I wonder why. Do they want to limit your access to gold and silver or was the dude scamming people? I don't know. Maybe they had some complaints. Maybe, they had, maybe he had too many um, return processes. Hey, I want my money back. It, dude, it happens all the time. We don't know, but this is the trend that we've been seeing. Judy Mikovits completely debanked. Tons of various different pa- patriots debanked. We're fortunate. Uh, PayPal, is, PayPal and Venmo are the only two that have debanked us. And we're back on PayPal, but I, I don't use it for anything anymore. And the reason we got debanked for PayPal was because of um, a campaign that we did for David DeMarco and someone ran a card scheme on that campaign. And I contacted support twice about it and they said, yeah, we'll take care of it. They reverse all the charges. And then they came after me saying I was the one that did them. I'm the one who had to pay the $110 excess charge fee for all the returns. No, I'm not the one who did it, but anyways, Apple is accused of worshiping a pagan god of nature in the new iPhone launch. This is kind of interesting. Let's look at this one. I want to check this one out. Apple accused of offering worship to pagan nature, God and new iPhone launch. Um, Corporate bigwigs in the hunt for ESG environmental social and government's investment scores are casting nature in their own image. They have either forgotten or are Choosing to ignore that men and women are created in the image of God. In other words, they've got it all backwards. In yet another example, Apple CEO Tim Cook posted a video, a uh, new video production on Tuesday, just in time for the new iPhone launch. Don't be fooled by what could be taken as harmless comedy skit. Cook and company are deadly serious. They have personified nature into a goddess, which in the end, they can control and preserve twist on paganism. I, I might disagree with this article. Um, let's just watch the video.
1: Oh, welcome to Apple, welcome to Apple. Hi, I'm
2: Tim. How is the
4: weather coming kind in? Of, uh, we hi, t- to I'm Tim. I'm gonna do the offices already carbon neutral thing,
2: right? Yeah, all yours.
1: I hope we didn't keep you waiting Mother
4: Nature Mother Nature, welcome to Apple How how was the weather getting in? The weather was however I wanted it to be Let's cut to the chase in 2020, you promised to bring Apple's entire
1: carbon footprint to zero by 2030. Henry David Thoreau over here
4: said we have a profound opportunity to build a more sustainable future for the planet we share. I think our 10 o'clock said the same thing. They all do. All right.
1: This is my third corporate responsibility gig today, so who wants to disappoint me
3: first?
0: Well, we've got some updates we are excited to share
3: with you materials, status. Is there a materials person here?
1: Yes. We are in the process of eliminating all plastic from our packaging by the end Let of me guess, 50 years from now when someone else is left holding a bag? By the end of next year, actually.
3: When we're also currently using 100% recycled aluminum in the enclosures of all our MacBooks, Apple TVs, Apple Watch.
1: What about iPod Shuffle? The, well, I don't know. It's a joke. Don't you people make Ted Lasso? Oh, that's a
3: different group. Um, okay. This is dull and boring. But listen, um, I don't want to disagree with the Western journal in the sense of, of this, but they are right. This is an ESG ploy. This is 100% ESG. Um, This is not representative of any actually esoteric or occult tradition in the sense of mother nature or what mother nature actually is or represented by. So it's kind of blasphemous in that even sense, in the sense of paganism, calling it paganism. Um, But what I see from it is that it's very symbolic in its nature to this new world religion that is being created for Mother Nature is the one who dictates human actions. Mother Nature is the one that corporations call to, not the people who buy their products, not the governments that regulate them. But instead, all rules, regulations, bylaws, and policies are made pertaining to Mother Nature. This goes back to what we said before. That their God is going to be anthropomorphized as Mother Nature. And when this happens, human beings are going to be the ones perceived and viewed as the danger to Mother Nature. Got to remember, this is a switch that they're going to come about with, guys, okay? Right now, it's, we got to stop climate change. We got to stop global warming. Look at the weather. It's crazy. Yeah, it's called fucking El Nino. Okay? It's called a cyclic pattern that our sun and solar system go through, and this is an El Nino pattern which typically has very, very radical weather patterns. It's like, there's nothing new here, people.
0: you want to but know they- what's really interesting that they said in that clip? What's that? That five-minute commercial from Apple, and uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit this morning. They said that and it was kind of tongue in cheek. Obviously it's written kind of as a, a comedy. It's supposed to get a little bit of a laugh, but I think uh also it's also I think it's also serious at the same time. But what they said was their goal is to permanently remove carbon from the atmosphere. Hmm. Permanently remove all carbon. Yep. They're the carbon atmosphere. Yep. What?
3: That that's a problem.
0: How does that work? <laughs> it doesn't work.
3: It doesn't work. That would kill everybody. We're carbon-based life forms. Trees and green things need carbon dioxide to live to produce oxygen. So this is the big flip that you're going to see in the next five years in this transition. Human beings are a virus, a pestilence to this planet. We have destroyed it systematically to the point where we're on the verge of systemic destruction. Of the end of the human race. And so therefore... We must be hypercritical in our actions as human beings and make laws against how human beings interact with nature. So therefore, nature is off limits. You can no longer own land. You can no longer get building permits. You can't have single family houses or vehicles. You can live in 15-minute cities that we provide for you. That's what's coming, guys. That's why they push this type of propaganda and bullshit. That is what's coming in the next five years. They're going to say that humanity is the threat to mother nature and that to protect mother nature, they got to limit and restrict and take away your rights and your freedoms. And they got to put you in 15 minute cities where you can't travel across the world unless you get on the, the hyper, the hyper train that goes 480 miles per hour across the continent and takes you 12 hours to get to New York. That costs you $15,000 to ride.
0: And all your carbon credits for the whole year.
3: And all your carbon credits for that. That's right. Because you no longer get paid money because you don't have a job. But instead, you get a universal basic income. And your universal basic income is already deducted to where you have nothing but pennies left by the time you actually get it. Because they're going to take your transportation, your food, because they're going to provide you boxes of crickets and mystery meats. They're going to provide for your your living expenses for your water bill, your electricity usage, which they're going to regulate and they're going to they're throttle at very, very high degrees. You're going to be in a living complex to where your neighbor decided to take two showers yesterday and take a longer than a three-minute shower. And so therefore, everybody's on water hours. And I don't know if people have ever been on water hours before. If you're in the military, specifically the Navy, you've been on water hours before. And let me tell you, They're very strict about water hours, about water usage, when you don't have any, when you literally don't have any. And I've been on water hours where you can only brush your teeth, flush the toilet, or take a shower between these specific times. And each person only has two and a half minutes to get in and out. And they have someone standing outside of that shower going, time's up, get out. They open the curtain, they turn off the water, and they say, get out. They say, get out and you need to take a shit. Oh, you better wait. And you better not be sneaking in at 2 a.m. to do it because then you're going to get in trouble. That's water hours in the military. And guess what? That's exactly how they'll implement them. And actually what they're going to do in these building complexes, Vince, is you know what they're going to do when you go on water hours? They're just going to turn off the water, dude. They're just going to go clink, water's off for the entire complex. Sorry. And if you're hoarding water, Rainwater? Oh, how dare you steal from Mother Nature? You're going to get fined. No rations for you next week, Vince. That's where this is headed. Complete neo-feudalistic totalitarianism.
0: They already hate when people collect rainwater.
3: So the White House has issued a memo to U.S. media leaders yesterday on the Biden impeachment. It's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. I don't know about you, Vince, but to me that sounds a little bit like election interference. <laughs> the, the White House just told the mainstream media, Hey, you need to attack the Republicans for this impeachment. Essentially. Essentially. Um, the th- there's some very big problems with it. And I hope that people get subpoenaed in the Congress for a review of that. All right. Federal judge in Albuquerque has blocked the new Mexico governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham's effective suspension of the second amendment in the state. Uh Good. About The fastest I've ever seen that happen. It only took a few days. Yeah. It only took a few days and the federal judge, federal judge has blocked her emergency executive order. That's a Dude, that's a massive win. I was talking about that earlier on Earth Chronicles that that was the test to see how this goes. And it just failed miserably. And she might have to, I I guarantee she's going to be forced to resign. The attorney general came out this morning of her state and said, I'm not defending her. She's on her own. The state is not going to defend her on this because we don't agree with it. That means that she's most likely going to get impeached and removed. Rightly so. hmm So you remember that deal how the, uh, the United States said they don't negotiate with terrorists but then just sent $6.3 billion to Iran oh, in exchange yeah. for, what, three prisoners? Three prisoners, I think it was?
0: I forget the, all the facts,
3: but yeah. Yeah. Well, Iran also got five prisoners of theirs returned back to them as well as the $6.3 billion. Such a shitty
0: negotiation
3: I know I mean Donald Trump must be like Ugh.
0: Dude he's probably Yeah yep.
3: Mitt Romney comes out Against House Speaker McCarthy Against the impeachment And also announces he will not Seek re-election Thank God that That's a good one That was like the best news of the day Mitt Romney's not going to seek re-election um, all or large parts of the 2 million 2020 original ballot images from 70 plus Georgia counties are missing. All right. I mean, didn't we, didn't we say that that was going to happen? You remember? So you remember this, if you go back to Georgia after the 2020 election, what they were doing is they were taking the original ballots, they were scanning them. And then the, the people were going in there saying, where's the original ballots? They said, we don't have to keep them. They're like, yes, you have to keep them for uh 20, 22 months. They said, no, we can keep the images because the law was changed. But remember what happens is that all that data gets turned over after 22 months, but they put a preservation act in place because of all the lawsuits that were coming after. Well, guess what? They deleted them. Exactly what we said they would do. Oops, someone made a mistake. They deleted all the digital copies of They're all lost. Well, then recall the election. That's exactly it. It's over. It's compromised. Yep. Trump has came out and promised to stop the transgender insanity of child mutilations if reelected. And I can see him through an executive order issuing a decree to the, um, um, the Health and Human Services Department saying that it is now illegal for any federally funded hospital who receives federal funds to do these such surgeries. And that's quite a bit of them. So that's going to be interesting to see if he actually gets in and is allowed to do this. Now, yesterday, I want to get into the war effort and a lot of the stuff that's going on with Russia. Okay. So Elon Musk was under heavy scrutiny for not allowing Ukraine to use Starlink to create a uh, Japanese-style Pearl Harbor of Russia. Now, Elon Musk did the right thing, even though he's getting heavy scrutiny from the left who have turned into warmongers, which is interesting enough. Um, and people are dec- I, I saw Billy Bill Crystal and a few other people decrying like this is why governments shouldn't have the private companies as defense contractors, because Elon should have just complied because he's a United States contractor and I'm like. He's not a Ukrainian contractor. The Ukraine military doesn't pay Elon Musk. The United States government does. Therefore, if Ukraine used the U.S. government's satellite network to launch a massive attack on the Russian military, that would have been an act of war by the United States against Russia. Okay, so Elon Musk actually adverted World War III. Thank you, Elon Musk. Good job. But, and Russia should have been smarter than this, the port was hit today. By Ukrainian missiles and Russian or Ukrainian drones. and I wonder they, how they
0: got that intel.
3: Well, my problem is, is Russia, you knew they were going to do it. It's almost like Russia wanted that to happen.
0: I think they got two ships.
3: Why would Russia fire? strategically allow that to happen?
0: I don't know. Sacrifice... I don't know. They have a counterattack.
3: Who's north in uh, Belarus? I don't know who. Wagner Group is 100 miles north of Kiev in Belarus, waiting to go, then taking a lot of heat and scrutiny after everything that's happening with Poland and then uh, a progression, it's death, quote unquote. It'd be nice to get them some combat to let them go into Ukraine and just have a heyday, wouldn't it? Russia is going to retaliate, and when Russia retaliates in this one, I believe it's going to be the final, the final swift call. I think they're going to go into Kiev. Because this type of event that they just portrayed going after the Russian Navy like this, this is different tactic. Now they're trying to take out the Kremlin, Moscow. This becomes a threat to Russian citizens. Now Russia is going to seek to end the charade and i think putin is most likely going to give the green light for wagner group to go in and take kiev. and i think are you ready for this? i think that that's going to be the escalation point for nato article 5 involvement in the september october time frame leading up to red october.
0: all right. there you have it.
3: i don't know, but we'll see. i think yeah. it's a good possibility because you have kim jong un in russia right now visiting Right. Uh, Oh, we got we got to show this. Uh, (laughs) Kim Jong Un. uh, They North Korea has unveiled its ultra-secret, cutting-edge, dual-use agriculture, military tech program. This is no joke, guys. So these beasts can be used to launch massive missile strikes on airborne targets as well as plow the fields. Check this out.
1: 미더운 농촌 기계와 초병들이 원수들의 아이고, 아이고. 머리 위에 불벼락 들씌울 복수의 포시를 높이 들고 나갑니다. I don't
3: know. If I was North Korean, I think that my arms would be pretty massive because of all the clapping and the waving (laughs) that you have to do. Yeah,
0: dude, that is pretty smart, though, for logistics and military Considering, you know, resources and vehicles and all this. So they just put everything on a trailer and attach them to tractors. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But uh, it's Long not funny that it's road. <laughs> war. That's the not funny part, but yep. uh, I kind of like it.
3: It's kind of interesting. Um, according to the United States Air Force, they are claiming that China is preparing for war. Now, wow. we heard this from a U.S. Admiral just a few weeks ago. Um, this is – oh, it was actually – yep. It was So Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall on Monday warned that the U.S. must be ready for a kind of war we have no modern experience with, though he stressed war is not inevitable. So our job is to deter that war and to be ready to win if it occurs, Kendall said, according to the Air Force military website. We are, we are all talking about the fact that the air and space forces must change and we could fail to prevent and might even lose a war. The United States Air Force is claiming that China is building up its military to prepare for a potential war with the U.S., and he said America must optimize its forces to counter the rising threat. Kendall said it was vital for the U.S. to prepare for war because China is developing its forces at a rapid pace. China has also created new two new military branches, a force designed to counter aircraft carriers, airfields, and other critical assets, and a strategic support service that works to achieve information dominance in a space and cyber domains. The Air Force Secretary said China has been re-optimizing its forces for great power competition to prevail against the United States in the Western Pacific for over 20 years. China has been building a military capability specifically designed to achieve their national goals and to do so if opposed by the United States. Interesting timing on that, don't you think? Yeah,
0: dude, it's all happening.
3: So North Korea is meeting with Russia. China's preparing for war. The U.S. generals and Air Force Secretary are coming out and saying, hey, guys, we might want to get ready for war. Monkey Works is talking about U.S. nuclear armaments on the rise and movement. Tons of refuelers in the air and intelligence planes. We have rogue satellites being shot down or whatever the hell they are being shot down over Alaska. We didn't really touch on that story. I was kind of gone during that time. Right here. But there was a memo that came out on Trudeau's desk pertaining to the uh, the balloon, quote unquote, that was shot down. And apparently it wasn't a balloon that was shot down. And this is one of the things that we talked about, potentially a UAP or even a Chinese drone or something of that nature. And one of the ideas that we have were these, jo- these Chinese balloons that were carelessly going through U.S. airspace could be armed with various different types of tactical drones that go down at the surface level after scanning the surface level and detecting various different types of armaments, nuclear silos, or whatnot, and launch these drones as at least targeting mechanisms, geotags, or what. I mean, they could be drones this big that just land on top of an area of land that geotag it. And so who knows what they shot down, but apparently it wasn't a balloon. Uh, China has released their blueprint for integrating back with Taiwan. This comes at the same time that the U.S. is talking about war breaking out with China.
0: And funding Taiwan, sending money and weapons and...
3: Now, if you've been under a rock lately, you haven't noticed all the rampant crime that is occurring within retail stores, on the streets, the amount of fentanyl overdoses, the amount of crimes that are occurring within your city, your rural and your suburban neighborhoods. Now, if you go back to November of 2020, I talked about the firestorm event and how one of the first parts of this that will occur is something known as social destabilization. This will come about through the collusion of George Soros' DAs giving lighter pr- prison sentences and various different charges dropped on very violent, uh, very violent crimes, as well as the governor releasing a whole plethora of prisoners from the jail systems. This is going to happen throughout all of these liberal states throughout the United States of America. Since this point in time, you've had massive crime rise within Chicago, within Los Angeles, within New York city specifically, as well as rising immigration rates from illegal immigrants being funneled into those states, some by Republicans and others, just busloads coming up from the border, being trafficked by the U S government or flowing in by the U S government. Um, This is the social destabilization point, guys. This is what we've been talking about. Crime is going to continue to rise because what that does is that destabilizes the social element. And when you have a social destabilization in progress, you damn well know that economic destabilization is coming next. The reason I say that is because Crime is rising because inflation is rising. The cost of living is going up, but the wages are going down. More and more people are unemployed, even though the numbers aren't reflecting that. And crime is going up because now there's more criminals on the street. And as people see more and more criminals on the street, and they can no longer work, they're going to restore it to criminality. They're going to resort to drugs. And this is just only going to exacerbate the situation, and this is going to expand it. And Eventually, it's going to move out into the rural and the suburban areas. And once it hits those areas... Then you're going to start seeing fireworks because a whole bunch of old country folk like myself and Vince and everybody else are going to go grab the old Mossberg and we ain't going to be fucking around. And I know people that have already shot at people coming into their property in their yard. A friend of mine just down the street, two towns over, last week, lives in a very, very good neighborhood. Okay? 30 minutes outside of Minneapolis. So a good distance away from Minneapolis had her condo broken into. They, they broke the back screen door, they went in, and they stole gold, silver, and her guns. Hmm. It's happening everywhere people. And so we need to be prepared for a color revolution occurring in this country. and this could hinge off a of protest. this could hinge off of a lot of other effects that come about. but like I said, There is going to be one catalyst event that we will call the black, that one catalyst event that's going to lead to the black swan. I don't know what it's going to be specifically, but I have a feeling that that catalyst event is going to occur in the next month, month and a half. And I believe economic collapse will follow after between November and March. And I don't like making predictions and timeframes, but we are just getting way too close to this November 2024 date where something has to happen. We, we cannot keep on moving forth like this. So something has to happen. And this is why I'm putting these timeframes out there. Um, the new FDA approved COVID shots were tested on four rats.
0: Yeah. The pregnant portion of it was tested on four rats. The rest of it was on mice and uh, there's no long-term studies, folks. It's all yeah. the same sham scam that we sat, saw. <sighs>
3: it's sickening. It is. It's all a scam. So a lot of the liberals are out there screaming that there's no evidence that Joe, you know, you know how it's interesting, too, is if you listen to what they say, OK, they say there is no evidence that President Biden did any wrong do- doing. And guess what? They're right. They're right. Because there's no evidence that President Biden had any wrongdoing, but there's a plethora of evidence that Vice President Biden during the Obama administration did. Right. And uh, Lee Zeldin today, there is zero evidence of wrongdoing other than texts, emails, WhatsApp messages, whistleblowers, testimony, Hunter's laptop, Biden video, um, as per Shokin, bank records, government docs, phone calls, business meetings, statements from former partners and clients, Hunter's own words. So if you've been watching um, – oh, I wanted to touch on this real quick. The United Nations has urged leaders to resolve the world's mess. You've got to fix this mess. The world is a mess, people. And I came out and said we can start about by disbanding the United Nations. That would solve about 90% of the world's problems. I like that. <laughs> so you might have seen these videos coming out of these aliens that were unveiled in Mexico.
0: Yeah, I saw that. What do you think?
3: Now, I don't know if this is... um, This was the Mexico government. This was Mexican government, right? This was like their Congress where this was presented at?
0: Something like that. I don't recall exactly, but yeah.
3: Yeah, so this was their Congress. And a lot of people are coming out. These are fake. These are fake. These were debunked three years ago. The main researcher was jailed over this fraud, right? Let's let's watch this real quick.
4: There's no humanos que no son parte de nuestra evolución terrestre y que después de desaparecer no hay una evolución posterior de acuerdo a la universidad nacional autónoma de méxico quien realizó los análisis de carbono 14 estos seres tienen alrededor de mil años de antigüedad es decir no se trata de seres que fueron recuperados and que son estrellamientos sino son seres que estaban sepultados
3: so are you looking at an alien being or a paper mache now many people have come out many many people on twitter skeptics all abound are saying these are fake this has been debunked and uh, there's multiple points here that talk about it being debunked okay
0: yeah and i saw like a lot I'm of that sure
3: what, right So uh, the thousand-year-old mummified alien corpse revealed by Mexican Congress and supported by the alleged DNA analysis implying non-human origin. What do you think? And they have have x-rays of the bone structures. One of them was pregnant. Okay. Now, here is the interesting part. I've seen tons of various different skeptics all throughout Twitter saying that these were fake. They were debunked three years ago. Not one of these people, and this is how you know you're in the midst of a PSYOP, not one of the people went to the report and the studies of the carbon-14 dating, the DNA analysis, the physiological analysis, and said, this is why it's fake. If you're going to say it's fake and it's been debunked, bring up the scientific reports that were done by three independent. Three independent university researchers, okay? Now, if you're looking for that, if you're looking for the information on that, here you go. Most people think the alien bodies shown by Mexico's Congress were fake, but I have the reports from the international team of scientists. You need to read their findings. We read these three years ago. The diagnosis of reptile hominoid holotype Josephina discovered in Nazca, Peru. And so- The alien specimens we're discussing were found in a mine in Lima, Peru. uh, Radiocarbon data indicates that they were at least 1,000 years old. But evidence presented to the Congress of Purdue goes much further than that. Now, you got to remember, this evidence was presented. Okay? Sophisticated DNA testing was performed on the alien specimens by an international consortium. The results were presented by geneticist Salvador Angel Romero, who was trained at the... U N A M Mexico's equivalent of MIT. And yes, he tested them. Dr. Romero and his colleagues compared DNA samples from the aliens to two, um, to an NCIB database of known DNA sequences of earth. 70% of the DNA sequences identified were completely unknown. They had never before been seen in any living organism on earth. Okay. So this data is out there. A forensic pathologist, Jose de Jesus Zalis Bentez, investigated whether the specimen should be a hoax. He found no evidence that the specimens had been artificially reconstructed. The body developed naturally as a single organism with functional anatomy, according to him. Dr. Benetaz drew attention to the natural displacement of the vertebrae in the pregnant specimen with eggs. He said this is a normal physiological response to gestation. It would be difficult to reproduce in such a harmonious way. Dr. Benitez also flagged deterioration visible on the intersection of the alien's femur and ilium. He said an artist making a fake would not replicate this natural wear and tear from bipedal locomotion. It is a consequence of the alien's existence. It was alive. The sophisticated anatomy of the alien's three-fingered hand also convinced Dr. Benitez this was not a hoax. They have joint capsules, tendons, ligaments. It could be almost impossible to artificially replicate this, he said. These findings were corroborated by a team from St. Petersburg Medical University, the number three medical school in Russia. They were presented in Peru by Professor Dmitry Galinitsky. Professor Galinitsky identified numerous physiological differences that confirmed these specimens were not human. Their anatomy is completely different from anything found on Earth. They have a fused clavicle and undivided vertebrae, uncompletely like humans. Second, Professor Galinitsky noted that the structure of the arms and legs is distinct. Our arms are separated by a radius and the ulna and our legs by the tibia and fibula. In the aliens, these were each a single solid bone. Third, Professor uh, Goletsky observed a unique characteristic in the area where the vertebrae column meets the skull. In humans and all other mammals, this atlas is round. In the aliens, it is completely square. Professor Goletsky noted the aliens appear to lack nasal cavities this suggests that their anatomy does not require them to warm the air that is entering their body shockingly the spinal cord of the aliens does not pass through their vertebrae professor allegedly hypothesized that it may pass through the tract behind the vertebrae this is completely unlike the human spine the alien foot was also completely unlike that of humans instead of being formed of many small bones it is a single bone with a cavity in the center Dr. Gillespie and his colleagues imaged the eggs embodied in one alien specimen. They were able to identify alien embryos forming inside the eggs, equivalent to the maturity of an eight-week-old human. The development of the heart and brains was visible in the alien's embryos. The findings of the Russian team were independently corroborated by Mexican biologist Jose de la Cruz Diaz lopez who determined that the specimens were humanoid reptiles. They have no hair, no nipples, and their skin is covered in scales. Dr. Lopez reported that the shriveled up brain and other organs are still visible inside the alien specimens. It is a very large brain, he observed. Based on the size of the brain, Dr. Lopez was able to refute claims that the alien skull could be that of a terrestrial mammal, such as a cat or dog. There is no possibility the skull is is a a quadrupedal mammalian animal, he said. The specimen has no chewing system. Um, Imaging performed by Dr. Lopez indicated the alien appeared to live on an exclusively liquid diet. It would suck in fluids and absorb them without the need to feed. Dr. Lopez identified a frecula in the alien specimens as fusion of the clavicles. In this characteristic, it had previously only been observed in extinct dinosaurs. No living species on Earth are known to have this anatomical structure. Dr. Lopez categorically rejected the claim that these would be mammal bones mounted together. He pointed out the presence of a hollow bird-like cavities inside the bone structure. Obviously, this type of feature in the bones is impossible to find in any Mammal. Dr. Lopez also rejected claims that the bones had been artificially modified. He claims that this explanation was ruled out by imaging. It is clear there is absolutely no addition has been done to these bodies, and the scientific evidence is shown by the scans. Are these alien specimens real? I don't think we can that yet. It's an extraordinary claim. But what needs to happen is instead of these people, these scientists, saying it's fake because it's been debunked because... Peruvian government came out and said that that person was a fake and they arrested him and that's why it's a fake, they should go out there look at the data and try to replicate the data. Universities should be like, hey, can we get samples of this stuff? Can we get the scans? Can we, let, let us do research on this and let's all come together and determine it together. When they immediately come out and say, oh, it's a scam, it's a scam, they just put a whole bunch of bones together in some papier-mâché, you know there's a disinformation campaign going.
0: It's crazy that's a reptile and had eggs. If it's real, that's pretty fascinating.
3: And the crazy thing is, it looks like ET. I guess ET didn't phone home.
0: They're tiny too.
3: ET, oh, no home. <laughs> okay, guys, I want to give a, a shout out to everybody who subscribed and uh, sent in some donations on the uh, the Battle of the Streams there. Pammy Pam Pam just subscribed monthly. Thank you so much. Pammy Pam Pam. Uh, Sexy dad 77. Get to the cookie lurking at school soon. Thank you so much. Sexy dad. Uh, get our done five lemons and light and science. One ice cream. Love the beach two ice cream and Pammy Pam Pam 17 ice cream. Thank you so much. Get her done. Light and science. Love the beach and Pammy Pam Pam. Thank you for the 17 ice cream. Curse of Q one ice cream. Gramify revolt three lemon. A WF honeybee just followed. Curse of Q Gramify five. Thank you so much for that. WF honeybee. Thank you so much for the follow there on D live. Looking forward to seeing you over on socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. That's our private social network. Come enjoy the Red Pill fam. That's where we hang out at. Grismo 7, 3 Lemons, RPG 3573, 4 Ice Cream. Thank you so much, Grismo and RPG. Shannon 1313, 1 Diamond, Princess Little 8, 2 Ice Cream. Thank you so much, Shannon and Princess Little 8. Upstate Work, 1 Diamond. Keep on telling the truth. It'll set you free. Thank you so much, Upstate Work. Much appreciated. Uh, Babaloo, supporter plus plus on Rumble, $50 just because you guys are great. Thank you so much, Babaloo. Much appreciated. Roxy, SDG69, three lemons, and I don't recall 22, four lemons. Thank you so much, everybody, for the donations. Much appreciated. Hey, guys, uh, there is live Zooms every night that do go on. Tomorrow night is our live Q&A with myself on there. Um, You can find that by going to the socialredpill.com. You can get the $4.99, $4.99 subscription. You can get into the Zooms. If you need the link, you let me know. I'll send you that link. It's in the group section under your specified subscription that you are on. Um, That is every night. It's it's really all day long. You can join it right after the show. Uh, I'm going to join for just a little while tonight. I'll be on there for an hour. I got a lot of work to take care of. I got to finish my taxes. But anyways, this should have been in last year. Oh, well, they should have been in a few months ago, but I never finished them. So I'm going to finish my taxes. But uh, I'm going to join in for a little while tonight, say hi, and talk to a few people. So you guys are more than welcome to join in. But uh, that's all we have for you tonight with the, the Daily Dose. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. And I'm waiting for confirmation, but we're going to have a really good show for you Friday night. If you like cymatics, vibration, oscillation, uh, sacred geometry, oh, it's going to be a fun show. I assure you, Friday night. So I will keep you guys updated on all of that once I get a confirmation. Much love, respect. God bless. Thank you so much, Vince Tagliavia. Have a great night, guys. Good
1: night.
2: Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal.
4: And uh, they call me, I patch the game. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look.
1: Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.